Okay. Gate 14 podcast. What a dog shit series by the Toronto Blue Jays except game one. Um, doesn't matter. This the, the name Gate 14 podcast is featured on Global News. Uh, you just love to see it. Where were you when Johnny Junta took down Ticketmaster? Avery, how are you doing, man? <clears throat> JR's not here, by the way. JR's not here. No, he's in Hamilton. Uh, I'm good. Had a game tonight. Freezing fucking cold outside. Thank God Rogers Center has a dome over it. But no, this was what a whirlwind <laughs> day today was. Really was something else. Um, Ticketmaster had us down in the first half. I'm not going to lie, but we fought back. We beat Ticketmaster. And just a good day for the brand. I just... I just genuinely don't know how a company that is legitimately worldwide can be so goddamn incompetent. Like, listen, the best part of today isn't even you, Johnny. It's that Ticketmaster kind of fucked us, and Jeremy called Ticketmaster like they would have done something. For yeah, us like Ticketmaster. Like, oh, oh, Jeremy Roche. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're good. You're good, Jeremy. Like, he called, but I'll give you guys a background. So we bought the tickets. As if you can read some of our TikTok comments from the fucking trolls, you bought a ticket without using the passcode that you should have been using. It's on you. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Shut up, those people. Anyways, um, so we bought the tickets. Uh, I go check it, and uh, it's voided, whatever. Pissed off. I let the boys know because you guys didn't know, right? You guys no. had no idea. So I let you guys know. And then um, today we go purchase it. And we're in line, obviously, in the cube going to buy it. Um, and I go to purchase it and it says, I have too many tickets. So it's accounting for the voided tickets that aren't actual tickets to be able to buy it. So Ticketmaster didn't fix their fuck up and there's just voided tickets there and they have no fucking guy. It just, you, you want to talk about just an absolute clusterfuck. That's what today was. But we luckily Avery pulled through and bought the tickets for ALDS game two at home. If it happens. And, uh, the fucking uh, what's it called? The wild card game too that I was supposed to be getting. So it was just wild. It was a wild day. I thought I thought we were done. I said we were done multiple times in the text. Actually, yeah. Uh, I wish I would have recorded the FaceTime call that you and Jer were just screaming into the whole time. It was one of the fire things I've been a part of. But no, <laughs> Ticketmaster did try and keep us down. But we have tickets. We have yeah. We're, well, you guys will be seeing us at the wild card game. Listen, the Rays lost tonight, so the Jays are still a game and a half up um of the race so it, it's looking good still blue jays nation so just let's take a step back relax all right i know tonight was terrible and the series was terrible we're still a game and a half up and we have an easier schedule rays got to face the guardians then they got to face the astros and then the red Sox. so it's not going to be easy for the tampa bay Rays. all right so everyone just try to keep the fuck calm okay but um the global news at- is is the big part of today's today's yeah. story though so we'll go into the the news uh, article, which is crazy. Like, if you would have told me two weeks ago we'd have, like, a not a feature, I guess, we'd be on global news, I would have just been like, why? Like, what the fuck? Why would they need us? But um, so I posted TikTok with avoided tickets, like, letting people know uh, that their tickets have been voided, all that type of stuff. I'm assuming they obviously knew anyways. But And uh, it, this v- video blows up on TikTok, like, 100-something thousand. I think it's at 120,000 views. And um, I get a tweet from me uh, to the Gate 14 podcast Twitter, and it's just like, hello, uh, Gate 14. We saw you on TikTok. We'd love to do a feature on the um, on the ticket fiasco with Ticketmaster and the Blue Jays. Feel free to DM us. 
I was half a second away from t- from quote tweeting it and saying fuck global news to get in the mud. I r- took a step back and I said, "All right, this could be big for the brand. Let me take a step back and let me hop on it." So I, the, the she was weird with it though because the first thing she said was it was like, "Uh, can you be at the Rogers Center for five p.m.?" I'm like, no, like what? <laughs> like you can't do this over Zoom. And then she's like, "Okay, let's do Zoom." um at 5 15 i was like all right i guess that's kind of weird it's like right before the show and then she's like actually let's do zoom now and i was like oh, like what the fuck is going on here You're just a piece of meat yeah i was just i was getting used like just a fucking two a cheap hooker and uh and then she says to me let me read it um so we do the like i do the interview um avery's gonna listen to it get it live for a second here and um she said, hey, so I want to let you know that because of breaking news and also I have no say in what gets taken out of our show, I can't 100% confirm your interview will be in. I really want it to be in, but I unfortunately have no say and I do apologize, but I'll let you know. This is the point I was pissed. I was about to say to her, so you made me take away an hour away from my day to prepare for this and like not do anything, stay close to my laptop because you keep changing the times and you just like shit can the interview but you talk about a fucking greenhouse in kitchener but this can't crack but luckily so i f- i fumbled like i fucked up to get in the mud too so i also said like at 6 24 which is like while they were actually like putting it on their tv because i wasn't watching it i said all right so what's the deal now and she said they just showed it <laughs> i was like let's go um yeah i was fired up i had to go back on it so avery hasn't listened to it I will say this. It's more serious. They took out all of my troll parts saying like, um, this is a national travesty. <laughs> um, I, I said all of that, like national travesty. People have sacrificed all of their money. They have, like some people DM us that they're dead broke now because of this. <laughs> uh, she took out all of it. So Avery. And I, I said, I told Jer that they would do that. He said, no, you're dumb. So that's a, Let's get your live reaction. Let's get your live reaction. How long is this video? It's like 30 seconds, not even. So just you can cut right here and you can just add it to the audition or whatever. After they use the special code to purchase them thoroughly online. I'm waking up work. Obviously, I'm excited. Like I I bought the tickets on the weekend, so I have that something to look forward to every day. I go into work and do a job. And I get an email that my tickets were voided. I didn't realize like this was like a code for Pre, like t- ticket holders, I'm hearing also it was for Rogers employees. I hear, I'm hearing all this stuff. And then next thing you know, like it, it let us get through and got it. I had no idea what it was. He says the email indicated he would not receive a refund for up to 10 business days for those voided tickets. And he points out that if he plans to repurchase tickets for the Wildcard <coughs> series, he's going to have to pay out hundreds of dollars more while waiting for that refund. Global News has received a statement from the Blue Jays saying that ticket code was intended for an internal pre-sale and wasn't meant to be made available to the general public. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. So if you're so obviously there's a, like it's going to be quiet for that part of the interview, but you'll be able to watch the video of what I said because a lot of people are like, "Where's the video? Where's the video?" It's going to be in the podcast. I'm not, you think we're just going to drop this podcast and have no audio of what I said on it. I wish they got the national travesty part <laughs> because the like I like the global news audience probably above the age of 50. So they would have been like, is this kid fucking serious? Like a national travesty? Like, what is this kid talking about? 
So that was brought- way more subdued than I thought. I thought it was going to be very, very like funny, but they made you seem serious. But yeah, they they really they really took out the troll. The picture parts. you posted today of you on the TV screen is so <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> it was funny, and listen, I. I did the gate 14, but backwards, it looks like I was doing the 41. Yeah. So I guess we're gate 41 now. That's, <laughs> it's an all-time picture. Like that picture, like you want to talk about a flex, a guy on the fucking cable television behind him flexing in front of it. Like it's just the biggest dick shit of all time. It's all time. And global news was like, they posted that at 625. They actually put it up. They were half a second. Like they were five minutes away from this episode being called Globozo news. I was going to call it that. So still might be called that because they took out the good parts. (laughs) They took out the national travesty. I was like, that's awesome though. I I was very animated in my responses. Like (laughs) I wish, cause they, cause you could see like, if you watch the video back, there's a part like at halfway point when I'm talking, they cut it. Yeah. And then they go to something else. Um, yeah, it was about like I was about to say like there I said a lot of funny stuff like that was just under the rug like national travesty like a lot of people are going broke now walking in not going to have anything for 10 days because of this. They cut all that out cuz I obviously was over exaggerating. They probably caught that, but um they they got in um they kept in the the part where I said like waking up at 6 a.m. for work, which is just objective, like just not true. <laughs> like never. I wake up at 9 for work. So, it was just it was all time. I, I I couldn't believe it. Like, it was awkward. Like, if you watch it again, you can't see. Like, I'm not looking at the camera because her webcam was off. So I didn't know where to look. So I was just like, kind of like Ricky Bobby with his hands in Talladega Nights. I had just <laughs> no fucking idea what to do. But what was the reception from the owner's box boys when they found out, like, I was going to be on Global News? Because T-Mac was a part of the call. He um, heard it. Like, Brian it and good. Sandy weren't in the office, but... Team action right away. It's the worst possible guy to represent <laughs> on, on cable television. <laughs> I was pumped up, man. We fucking we we did the Johnny versus Ticketmaster. I got in the lab for that graphic. It's just when something exciting like this goes on for the boys, we mobilize and we make shit happen, and that's exactly what we did. So th- it was it was awesome. We were pumped, and then uh, Cam was talking about that he went into your live the other day. And he was with his girlfriend and his girlfriend thinks you're a crazy person. Because <laughs> apparently he just got in and you're just smashing pillows into the couch for a couple minutes. <laughs> the craziest part of the live actually was like the Jay's walk off was like my girlfriend was there. Yeah. <laughs> There's one point where I heard someone in the background and Jared texted me. He's like, Johnny's girlfriend's just there, right? It's, I think so. For sure. <laughs> like she tries to crawl behind the... <laughs> the camera and i so what i do is like i try to like eliminate being able to see her at the start so i like go close to the camera and block it all and then she went into the bed but there was just a shit ton of comments like girlfriend reveal girlfriend reveal (laughs) girlfriend reveal like johnny's girlfriend it it was it was just absurd like you just but that game was so electric i wish we can go back to monday when everything was good because these last two days dude have been fucking mitch white like why dude why does this guy throw in a playoff race i know the jays magic number is one thank god the orioles are shit but what the fuck are we doing here he is terrible dude we we were quick to give kikuchi the snips 
<laughs> I don't know why Mitch White is getting this leash and why Kikuchi isn't just. I just don't know what else like Mitch White has to do to be able to prove like he's dog shit. Like there's nothing on the planet left for him to do. And Kikuchi actually his last couple appearances out of the bullpen. He's looked half decent. I would be way more comfortable throwing Yusei Kikuchi in a start because at least we say this all the time. At least, you know, he's going to like have some electric innings, electric stuff <laughs> like Mitch White just it, it has no idea where his ball is going. And he just throws cock shots like there's nothing where I watch him and I'm like, this is OK. I like watching this. What did he make his last start for the Toronto Blue Jays this year today? Did he? I, I, I that's a question I have to ask. No, I genuinely don't know. No, he's going to start the 162. If there's or, no home field or 161, if because it won't matter because we'll have home field already. That's when we're going to guess. Okay. Could you imagine Mitch White starting a game 162? That game might, if if game 162 has no meaning behind it or 161, I think that might break records for the lowest viewer viewers of all time. <laughs> that game might, who are they going to start? Like, that's a game. And you know what? I didn't even think about this. If the Jays have home field clinched by that Oriole series, we're going to see a lot of Zim dog at bats. <laughs> we're going to see a lot of Zim dog at bats. Are we? We are. I mean, yeah, we might see him at the end of the games, but I don't know why we just wouldn't. How much rest do you really want to give guys, right? Well, we Springer needs it, obviously. The guy plays a game and just something goes wrong with his leg every single time. So, <laughs> But I, 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 you know what? This is my request. Can we just get a Bradley Zimmer to start at least one of the last three games? If the, if the wild card, if the home series is clinched like can we just get that that would be all the time what is our worst possible lineup that we can make let's make it yeah let's let's go to the jays roster right here let's go to the jays roster. I, I would love to see game 162 as our worst possible game. okay we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna brainstorm this worst the worst roster the worst lineup okay catching uh okay okay i guess we can go by position right like we can't yeah. really do the lineup so catching gabriel moreno because obviously he hasn't played that much. Yeah. First base, uh, Kevin Biggio. Kevin Biggio at first. Yep. Second base, Otto Lopez. Yep. <laughs> Third base, I I don't even know who who would play. Um, we put uh, Lourdes back at third. Lourdes at third. Uh, yep. shortstop Whit Merrifield. Yep. Left field, Jackie Bradley Jr. Yep. Center field, Bradley Zimmer, and right field, um, who has to be, be Tapia. Right, <laughs> Tapia. <laughs> Let's say that again. Catching. This is the worst lineup that to the Toronto. Like this is a lineup you throw out there. The boys are hungover. They clinch the fucking first wild card spot. This is the lineup you're throwing out there. Gabriel Moreno catching. Kevin Biggio at first, Otto Lopez at second, Lourdes goes back to third, relive the old the old glory days, shortstop with Merrifield, left field Jackie Bradley Jr., center field Bradley Zimmer, right field Rymel Tapia, and you know who's going to start? Mitch White. Yep. That is the all-time tank squad. How many wins do you think that's, that squad gets Four. in a Major League Baseball season? Maybe five. <laughs> that, do you think that team gen like do you think do you generally think that team would beat the Oakland Athletics? Yeah, we'd split the season series though. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I and then the rotation would be Mitch White uh start, 
And then you say starts game two. And who would start game three? Beasley. Jeremy Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so all time. Bad. And uh like you know what sucks also is with the Orioles losing tonight and the magic number being one, the Jays now it's out of their hands to clinch the wild card if the Orioles lose tomorrow. Now it's gonna be the most anticlimactic playoff clinch of all time. If the Orioles win tomorrow on a Blue Jays off day, the Jays clinch a wild card and the game's at one o'clock. So if it's they like lose or win tomorrow. If they lose. Okay. So if they lose, if the Orioles lose tomorrow, Jays clinch a playoff spot without even fucking stepping foot on the Do you know how cool it would have been tonight to beat the Yankees and fucking We have a clinch? full week left. We're in the playoffs. No, I know we're in the playoffs. I'm just saying. It's yeah. just anticlimactic to not win while you're playing. To just yeah, fucking and then you can't celebrate. Yeah, they can't celebrate. I guess no, they can't still celebrate Thursday night. And then they play Friday night. But it would be weird if you don't clinch on the night, right? Yeah. Like, what are they going to do at 4 o'clock p.m.? Go to the dugout and pop champagne? It's just, it's the most, the Jays put themselves in such a dog shit spot because I'm kind of hoping the Orioles win tomorrow so the Jays can clinch Friday when they beat the Red Sox or if they beat the Red Sox. I think it's Manoa going anyway, so that should be a high chance that they beat the Red Sox. But it is. It's like, fuck, man. Why couldn't they do it tonight? And by the way, Michael K, dude, fuck you for that comment. The Vladdy's house thing. The Yankees clinching the AL East and Vladdy's house. I, I got hate on, Michael. I got on Yankees Twitter bad. And I, while I was driving, this is a bad thing I do. I scroll Twitter. Yeah. Driving to same. work today. And just all in the, I fucking hate the Yankees fans, man. Well, actually, Avery, I'm going to clip this. I, I'm a man of honor, a man of integrity. I want to congratulate Aaron Judge for being 12 home runs away from breaking a record. 12 more, Aaron. You got a week to go. Um, I say you could do it. 12 more home runs. That was a big home run tonight to narrow the lead uh, to tw- down to 12. But, um, yeah, congratulations, Aaron. I mean. So I one mean, thing that Yankees fans don't remember is how much they hated Roger Maris back in the day. Because despised them. Because Maris beat all of Babe Ruth's records. And now, just miraculously, because they're talking about some fake made-up record, <laughs> they love Roger Marison, think it was the next coming of Christ, have his fucking kid out everywhere. But the Yankees fans were dickheads to him. They hated him. So. It, they're, they're just such a stupid fucking fan. Like, they really are. But credit to us, Avery, for having integrity and congratulating Judge. 12 away. He's close, That's, man. He might do it. You might do it. I. You really might do it, Judge. Um, Yankee fan, like... We got to talk about that fan, by the way. Did you see that fan that dropped the ball? Yeah, what a dog shit effort. I would have broken my legs to get that. I would have face-planted into the Blue Jays' bullpen to catch that Because ball. one of two things, either you get the ball, and how much people are saying it's worth a million? Is that true? Three million. What? Yeah. And that dipshit didn't dive for it? I would have face-planted off the CN Tower. I would have dolphin-dived over that shit. Because and, one of the things, because you could definitely sue for damages if you just went over the railing into the bullpen and like broke your neck. So that's a win win, <laughs> technically speaking, situation. You're going to get money either way. So you needed to lay out for that ball. I think we make that the episode graphic of that dude, like just sitting there, like just, oh God, I really fucked up. Because he, that dude will never be that close to millions of dollars ever again in his life. Nope. Unless he writes a book. That's a book book about that time I dropped. 
a three million dollar home run ball. Did it but, hit his glove? I never really got. Yeah, it hit his glove. Hmm. What type of glove was he using? <laughs> he needs Mega Mint. Yeah. You got if you're not <laughs> using Mega Mint down there. But what's even like underrated about the story is is the Toronto Blue Jays catcher caught it and just gave it up. Like, dude, what the fuck are you thinking? This guy caught the ball. But that shows how much it doesn't really fucking matter to the people. Well, it's, three, it's, three million all dollars? The, it's to all the bozos, all the fucking guys with their hands down their pants in their basement watching the game. It was like, oh, this is a super important thing I'd love to have. But to the guys, they have thousands of baseballs all the time. Yeah. And how, I mean, if you were talking about uh, Toronto Blue Jays pitch, 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 but uh, is it, did it just cut me from there? No, you're good now. So, yeah, if you if you talk about Toronto Blue Jays pitchers that would give up that home run, I think it goes for <laughs> odds wise. It would go Mitch White, who walked him a trillion times, and then I guess two outs. You say Kikuchi, and I can genuinely say Tim Mesa would have been one of those top. Tim Mesa would have been my top two. For sure. He was the most. And you know what? Tim Mesa, we were pumping his tires last podcast. Like he's like the Kirk Cousins of like bullpen guy. Shout out to Arash. <laughs> He is, I don't know, he just, when he is shit, he looks fucking dog shit. Terrible. Like, that ball he gave up to Judge, he might as well have just, like, autographed it himself and just said, I want to be a part of history in Cooperstown. Because he just, but why was, why is that Judge ball so expensive, though? It ties the record. It doesn't even, it's not the record breaker. The record breaker is if he hits it at Yankee Stadium. Why is that ball so monumental? Yeah, that is, never thought about that. What are you someone who is um, pro those steroid records? Because I think everyone, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. One of the interesting things about the steroid era is we talk about all the guys who were good during steroids, but let's talk about all the guys who were who took steroids and were still dog shit. Like hitting a baseball four home runs is still a very hard thing to do, even if you're taking steroids. It doesn't help your hand eye coordination at all, at all. It doesn't help shit. Like. I just, I, I don't, I don't like the people that say, oh, he took steroids. It's going to be Yankee fans, obviously. I, I, I kind of just cut me. Fuck. This, That's going to stay in. This is what Yankees fans are going to do. This is going to be the spin zone. You know that, right? Like if Judge ends up hitting 65 or whatever and like going or 62, sorry, and being below McGuire, Sosa, and Bonds, Yankee fans are going to spin zone, spin zone this. Like they didn't have a rod playing for them, that Aaron Judge is the all-time season home run leader without an asterisk. That's what they're no, no, no. Avery, you're saying they're gonna do that. No, That's- I I agree, and it's just it reminds me of UCF's fake national championship that they had a couple years ago. Very, I, it, very similar. It's gonna be. It's just. It's gonna. That's what's gonna happen. They're they're just gonna spin zone it and say, well, I mean. Aaron Judge is the only one that didn't take steroids on it. Then, all right, then take away the World Series ring you have with A-Rod. Then t- Aaron Judge is on steroids. He got new fucking teeth. And after that, everything changed. True. Are he the steroids? I mean, is that they haven't adjusted? Like, you know how back in the day they didn't adjust for, like, the steroids era, right? Like, they didn't, like, know of it. They haven't adjusted to, like, the new veneers era. Like, <laughs> we don't fucking know. We don't know what the fuck's in those. I mean, he's clearly helped his swing decisions in his brain once he got new teeth. So. I just I just find it like, and the Yankee fans, 
this is a message to the Yankee fan. The Yankee fans saying, oh, the Jays are scared of Aaron Judge. They're walking him. Dude, those pitchers throwing to him couldn't throw a goddamn fucking strike to save their lives. It could be God. It could be it could be Bradley Zimmer at the plate and he would walk. These motherfuckers don't know shit. It's just an absolute nightmare, dude. I mean, he's having the best statistical month maybe of all time. It's like, no shit, we're not going to pitch to this guy. Like, what What were you guys thinking was going to happen? Um, yeah, we have Tim Mesa throwing to him. Of course he's going to give up a fucking turkey, and Judge is going to hit one out. They suck, and Judge is really good. Like, no wonder the walking bullshit on Monday, too, it really was... pissed me off. The fucking uh, John Boy guys saying it, it was the right thing to do, but it's bad for baseball. You walked... Yeah, conveniently forgot about the whole Miguel Cabrera situation. You uh, walked Miguel Cabrera for a, not a home run, a 3,000th hit. A hit. Not a home run, a hit. So you want to talk about fucking losers. And speaking about losers, Avery, we got to go into it. The article that broke the internet yesterday, <laughs> that surfaced the internet, Bob Nightingale wrote an article, not about Shohei Otani. No, no, no. About the brother of Justin Verlander going to Japan to see the hometown of Shohei Otani. Bob Nightingale wrote an article on that. So let's break that down. Avery, what was your favorite part of the article? I couldn't get through more than like two paragraphs because I, it had just been satire to me at that point. I, <laughs> I couldn't believe what was going on. And then you kind of recapped it to me saying uh, he knows, so the first paragraph is ridiculous. Like <laughs> right away, it's like, what the fuck am I reading? Can you read it out to the people? I'm going to read to so the listeners that don't listen, that don't know. Um, the, the first line is the most absurd line. Uh, he should lose his journalistic integrity for this. I don't know if he has a vote. Okay, comma. So now Ben Verlander knows what it's like to have been the Beatles, Michael Jackson, and Aretha Franklin rolled into one walking along the streets of Japan. This is a guy who's famous because his older brother's really good. <laughs> Not because he's talented at all. I I didn't know. And Ben says, without sounding too mushy and sentimental, everybody wants to have a purpose. I thought my purpose was to play baseball and play it as long as I can. But I learned that even though my baseball career is over, I still matter. He said, and Ben Verlander, by the way, also said, people, kids, were crying. Were crying when they, when they saw Ben Verlander. There were kids who broke into tears. One girl bursts into tears and couldn't bring herself together. I was blown away. Kids there were asking for my autographs. It was emotional for me, emotional for them. I, I got I got a butt in here. They just don't know who Ben Verlander is, right? <laughs> they like, oh my god, that's that's Justin Verlander. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What could the kids possibly think he does? I I I, I don't know why. It feels right... a lot like. Do you think Otani has a restraining order? <laughs> no, apparently he had a full hour interview with Ben Verlander as part of this. 
and this is my favorite part too. I don't speak their language. They don't speak mine. But what we understood was the language of Shohei Otani. <laughs> it's the power of Shohei and what he's done. Dude, shut the fuck up, Ben Verlander. Shut up. You, uh, excuse me, you know, the white girl mission trips of all the people <laughs> that you went to, uh, like college with yeah like i went to the dominican and built houses it feels a don't call me a hero yeah very similar vibe as to what ben verlander was going through don't call me a hero (laughs) listen i'm not one to pump my own tires but the kids were just crying when they saw me cry burst one girl couldn't hold it together it's like and by the way this is the guy that said pablo lopez is better than alec manoa at the start of the year like let's not forget that okay (laughs) It's oh, just shit. Ben Verlander is a bozo. Bozo one, Verlander. It is one of the worst articles I've ever seen. And it's, he, you know, like they know we have a gripe with them. Obviously he commented on a TikTok of ours of three months after he posted it. So <laughs> just get on global news. Then talk to me, Ben, you fucking pussy, you bum. But um, yeah, dude, it just, we had to break down that article. I'd be pissed if we did not Cause it was just, it was one of the most absurd articles I've ever seen. But um. Another thing that we got to talk about is uh, yesterday, the effort, the base running for the Toronto Blue Jays. And Vladi, who actually isn't that much of like a lackadaisical, like fuck around dude, in my opinion, at least I could say that. Hits a ball so hard and pimps it out of the batter's box and gets thrown out at second by 5 million feet. And then Bo Bichette before that, Slides into second and just forgets that you need to touch a base to play baseball and gets tagged out by IKF, by the way, who's dog shit. And uh, it was just, that's like the Blue Jays baseball. The Blue Jays can't play bad and just play bad. It has to be dog shit like today. It's never, I'm like, they just got the better of us today. That's what it is. The Blue, it's never that. That might be the most frustrating way to watch baseball, too, is knowing that you didn't bring any of your best stuff to the table and you just get beat because you played like shit, not because the other team beat you. Um, but on the base running side of things, even for Vladdy hitting the ball off the wall like that, it's like we've been thrown out like that a couple of times. Fenway, the George Springer one, I remember him being out by 15 feet. It's at that point, it's like, hey, yeah, you fucked up. Just take your licks. You're going to get yelled at no matter what but it's kind of a lose-lose situation. Like if you don't get on second base, people are ripping on you. And if you just round hard first and go back and don't try and stretch it, people are still ripping on you anyways that you didn't run. So more pick your poison. People are going to be mad no matter what the bow thing happened as well. It's just like things kind of spiral and spiral on this team and it gets out of control. And then we play really bad baseball. And then you pair that with the Yankees team. Who's not dog shit. And then you get in trouble here and you lose games and, then we play another bad game. We multiply that up for a team that was out till three in the morning texting you that they were celebrating doing some bullshit and we can't beat them the next day, which is with, by the way, one of the worst lineups I've ever seen. I, Their lineup today was I bet on the Jays as soon as I saw the Yankees lineup. I Judge I Cabrera, Donaldson, Peraza, Bader, Gonzalez, Agashioko, Lacastro, Hicks. That was a lineup. And the Jays lost eight three. It just it doesn't make sense. This team just it just doesn't make sense. 
That's like that's the only way I can realistically put it. No but fucking. This team test. starts and ends with pitching, pretty much. As yeah. good as our offense is, if their pitching doesn't give us a chance early, we know we're not going to win. We're not, this isn't a team that comes back from games very often. That could be wrong, but I feel like this is a team that comes back from games. They came back today. It just listen. So you go down three nothing in the first inning. Mitch White goes two or three scoreless after that. You tie it up. You have all that momentum. Tim Mesa comes in the game and gives up a two-run home run, and your momentum's all gone. So you're right with the pitching shit, dude. Like, fuck, man. You come all the way back, and the next half inning, you blow it. Like, what the fuck? That's just like, I don't know, man. I know, listen, they're making the playoffs. I'm like, obviously, they're making the playoffs. 100% guarantee now. I don't know if I trust this fucking bullpen in the playoffs. Obviously, it's not a hard, it's not a crazy thing to say. I don't think I trust this bullpen at all. It's got it. You, it's kind of like the NBA too, though, right? You go to only a couple guys, and you really just shorten down. So, the who staff. do you think's the three guys? Like the three main guys: Bass, Garcia, Romano. Has to be. I mean, then you get long relief from Mesa. Zach Pop has been great. Yeah, and then you get long relief from like Barrios, maybe. Don't get me started on this fucking guy. But and as a flash in the pan guy who can get you three outs, Brios should be able to do that. Brios, he should be able to get us fifty outs with how much we're paying him. He is so goddamn awful. It's just at, the, at and this I, point, this season's not even salvageable. He could throw a perfect game in the World <laughs> Series, and it wouldn't matter. His season was a big old failure. It's just, it, you just he needs the offseason more than he needs anything. Like I I I've known in a position where it's like, hey man, I just really suck right now. Like I need just need to restart. But how you can't throw him in the playoffs though in a fucking close game. It's how? Ross Tripling is the three guy, no matter what now. Like that's it. He's the three guy. Like yeah, it, we've known that, but yeah. And then you, you hold on to the hope that a guy that you're paying that much that we know how good he can be can find what he's able to do and make good pitches, get a lot of outs. He just can't do that right now. There's no reason for us to trust him. Do you think and, Kikuchi makes the roster? No. <laughs> you don't think so? The playoff roster? No, I don't think so. They they don't throw him. Why would they throw him in the playoffs? Yeah. I, I could just see some fucking... I mean, it's Barrios or Kikuchi maybe for a long relief spot, and Kikuchi's not... It's going to be Barrios over him. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I actually... And you want to talk about how dumb Ross Atkins is? I saw a clip, someone sent it to me on TikTok, of Ross Atkins talking about trading for Derek Fisher, speaking like he was the greatest five-tool player he's ever seen. You know who Derek Fisher reminds me a lot of? Don't say it. Bradley Zimmer. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> Zim dog, man. Zim dog at least has a little bit of electricity around him. Derek Fisher. Well, no, no, no. He can't remind you that. Derek Fisher would drop pop-ups like directly at him. Yeah, and uh, Bradley Zimmer just drops dick at the plate. True. Same thing. I I can't wait. I'm hoping that Jace clinch home and he gets to start a game. Fuck. Like, just like a final goodbye. Like, one last fuck. If I get... If... <laughs> yeah, you guys broke up. You're going your separate ways. Just... One last fuck. Yeah, For old time's sake, Bradley. 
for all time's sake. I think I got to get a jersey, man, just to it, commemorate this season. It would be all time. It'd be a great party trick. Or like when you're out with the boys or like you're at a beach or something like a Zimmer jersey. It's yeah. a great convo starter. Like, why do you have a Bradley Zimmer jersey? It's all wow. time. He's the machine. He is the machine. That's just it's so great. But yeah, man, I like I think Zach Pop. I trust him more than Adam Simber and Tim Mesa now. Like Tim Mesa, obviously, like Simber and Tim Mesa stats are like, like you said, like good. But Zach Pop, his his stuff is so fucking electric, and his stats with the Jays is so good. Where it's like he is the top four reliever for this team right now. He is. Yeah, I haven't watched uh, or paid too much too close attention to some of those stats. Simber, I just I, I never trust. In general, you should have seen that throw he did tonight. Oh, I didn't see it. Comebacker right to him with a runner on third. Easy play at home. He overthrows it, has a meltdown on the mound, spins around. Another guy comes in to score. Two guys come in to score. Just, yeah, that's just, you want to talk about when it rains it. Like when the Jays play like shit, they play like shit. That's exactly what that was. It was just, it's terrible. It's a fucking terrible product. When, like tonight, if you paid for tickets to this game, you deserve a refund. First of all, why would you buy tickets to a Mitch White Garrett Cole matchup for like? <laughs> Didn't Mitch what? White beat Garrett Cole like a month or two ago? Yeah, actually, at Yankee Stadium. We went when we went went to Osprey. Yeah, he did. That's so all time. I didn't even think about that. His dad, his fucking father. That's all time. Yeah, I. The Yankees are good. I guess I can say they're. I don't know. I I, I don't know how to like. The, I was having a lot of fun when they started to shit like down their leg. For yeah. A little bit. But they're not healthy though. Like DJ LeMay, who's not there. Uh Benintendi's not playing. Like, I don't know. Maybe if I don't know if they're gonna be fully healthy though, come playoffs. But I'll tell you what, man, this Astros team is a fucking wagon. Like that's who the Jays are playing if they would make it out of the wild card. Pretty much guaranteed. I think the Mariners guarantee coming in third now because the Mariners have to go like eight and one the rest of the year or whatever to get like top two spots. So it's not gonna be great. Let's just win the wild card and gain momentum from that. Because the ALDS, hopefully Ben Verlander's not vaccinated, so we can't. Oh wait, th- those those are all lifted. Yeah, but, oh, no. that was kind of bullshit. Trudeau doing that. He's actually the- Ben Verlander's vaccinated. Who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> yeah, he was in. Yeah, who who the fuck am I kidding? So another big news. We're almost at 10k on TikTok, boys. If you're listening to this, actually, we probably are at 10k. Um, right now we're at 9,952. We're getting up there. I by the time I wake up tomorrow, I might be at 10k. How crazy is that, Dave? Like, looking back on it, when I was like, if we get 1,500, I'll go full jersey game. <laughs> We're at 10K. Like, this is fucking wild. It's been a nice little run, man. It's uh, it's still like a niche podcast, too, so it's tough to get a shit ton of followers, but we, you have put in the work, Johnny, to make this happen. Grinded. <laughs> 500 um, followers on Twitter today, too. Oh, really? I didn't even see that. Yeah. We barely even, I mean, we've used it a little bit more now, obviously, but um, it's, uh, it is, it's like, it's, it's not 10,000 followers, Johnny. It's 10,000 friends. It's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah. 10,000 friends. You're all friends. I all love you, but actually but I got you, a question. Avery. But you make the comments terrible place. Yeah, true. I do actually do that. Like I gotta, I, I gotta talk about this. This is actually that I want to talk about. Where do you stand on the Blue Jays fans giving Aaron Judge a standing ovation? Um, I'm I'm out on that. I couldn't be more out on it. 
hard out. If you are a Blue Jays fan in a playoff race, respect greatness, respect greatness. He's 12 off from the fucking record, major league record. Do you just cheer every home run on opposing player hits now? Should we just give standing ovations to every opposing? <laughs> like, I just don't get why you cheer for a guy. Like, first of all, he's a Yankee. Fuck the Yankees, obviously. Do you think the Yankee fans would fucking cheer if Vladdy hit home run 61 at Yankee Stadium, Blue Jays fans? No, get a fucking grip. Get a grip. Um, Yeah, there'd be a disabled kid who caught the ball, and then they'd throw him onto the field or something and burn. Yeah, they would fucking spit on the kid that caught it if yeah. he didn't throw it back. Yeah. Like, no. give me a fucking break. And the Jays fans saying, you got to respect greatness? No. I Like, first of all, you're in a playoff race, and this is the team that you could potentially be playing. What? In the- okay, so... I agree with you. I think they shouldn't do it, but like Dodgers fans and Pujols, but Pujols played for for them. So that's something like, and yeah, you can't use the argument like Dodgers fans, Pujols. He was there not even 12 months ago playing at that stadium, hitting home runs at that stadium. Aaron judge has no, no, no fucking like you has nothing with the Toronto blue Jays. What are you fucking cheering for him for? Like, I, I just, I, I, it was a bad taste in my mouth. Like, standing ovation, bro. Like, shut up. You, you, I don't care. If, if he broke the record, still no, but let him hit, let him fucking do that at Yankee Stadium and have like the Major League Baseball jerk him off for fucking 24 hours on their uh, MLB Twitter feed. That's what I want. I don't want to do that at the Rogers Center and Buck and Dan saying, like, what an awesome moment. No, it's not a fucking awesome moment. The game was tied and he just took the lead with his home run. Not on top of that. <laughs> yeah, what a nightmare. I wouldn't. I wouldn't cheer for that. I'll Me neither. That. And fuck the and he, talking. And he tied the record. He didn't even break it. Fuck talking Jake and talking Yankees too for saying like bad for baseball shit, which we talked about earlier. Like, dude, like, just they just contradict themselves all the way up the ass. They just have no fucking clue what they're doing or talking about. They really don't. No backbone. Eh? Absolutely clueless. With no the backbone, fuck- but give us a million dollars and we'll work yeah, your true. Yeah, that's exactly. So let's break down this Red Sox series. I mean, or this, it is Red Sox. Sorry, why am I even clusterfucking this? So the Jays got an off day today when you're listening to this podcast. The O's are last series of the year, right? Yeah, Orioles are last series. We got Stripling or Manoa Pavetta Friday, Stripling Bellows Saturday, and uh, I'm assuming Gossman goes after Stripling, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gossman, and then I don't know who's going for the Red Sox on Sunday. Three Hopefully of the top dogs. That is the playoff rotation. This is what it should be. I want to see how these three big dogs do at the Rogers Center before they pitch there for the playoffs. If the Jays get home field, I want to see it. And I think a sweep guarantees the Jays get home field advantage. Is that crazy to say? I think if the Jays sweep, they get, get, get close to guarantees it. So if we sweep, the worst we can be is one and a half games up. Yes. So with three to go. Yeah. So that would put us in a pretty good spot. Uh, yeah. Well, actually depends what the Orioles do or Rays do tomorrow. So if the Rays lose tomorrow, Jays are two games up. Yep. So the worst the Jays could be is two games up. We'll go yep. into the last series. So a sweep guarantees it. A sweep yep. guarantees it for the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm going to say the Jays sweep them. I think they truly do, man. I think this team is they've shown they could beat the poverty teams. They've shown that the last couple of weeks, especially with their backs against the wall against the Rays and then beating the next two. I think the Jays are going to sweep this series. I really do. 
I would like that. I'll say two and one to be a little less than that. They've because they have found a way to lose recently. But uh, yeah, no, I like two and one. The pitching matchups. Brian Bayo's kind of figured it out too. Which yeah, he really has. That's scary. Scares me a little bit. They, you know, they were talking about him being the next Pedro Martinez. Pedro Martinez said that. Yeah, which is crazy. But yeah, he's gonna he's he's a good guy to look out for for sure. I. I'm excited for it, man. I mean, the Red Sox can play spoiler. It's a division series, so it'll always Tristan be fun. Tristan Cassis seems to be hitting the shit out of the baseball, too. So Yeah, it's going to be a good series. I, like I said, Manoa, Friday, under the under the lights. I think it's going to be packed. It's the last home series of the year. I think it's going to be awesome, Manoa, Friday, kind of get that tune-up before, uh, before the playoffs. Because what sucks is he won't be pitching until if he goes game one of the wild card, he won't be going until next Friday. So that'll be his last time we see him until the playoffs. So like you'll have a week rest, which I guess is needed. Kind of weird though for like the routine um, part of routine it. and stuff. Yeah, but I think, uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna say Jay Sweep, Thick Jesus. Just, I mean, that guy just rakes. George Springer had his. I mean, Vladdy struggled really bad today. I don't know what's going on with him, but there's one thing that I actually want to talk about with Vladdy before we end the pod here. Um, a lot of people, old people out there. I guess you could say old people are using the Vladdy launch angle bullshit. Like, oh, can he learn how to get back to his launch angle swing? Let me read you some stats. What does a okay? launch angle swing mean? I know, Avery, I know. Okay. When his last year's launch angle was 9.4, max exit velo, 117.4. Okay. Exit velocity, 95.1. Uh, barrel percentage, 10.7. Never mind. I I'm reading this wrong. <laughs> I saw so actually, no, no. So when Vladdy has his quote unquote launch angle swing, he has a lower max exit velocity. Like this year, his launch angle is four point two, but his average exit velo was the second highest has ever been in his career. So this whole launch angle swing bullshit doesn't make any sense, by the way, because it's impossible to just have a fucking launch angle swing. <laughs> it it doesn't make any sense, but it is crazy looking into it. I mean, his average exit velo last year was 95.1. Holy shit. His barrel percentage was 10.7. Pretty good. It's just crazy that Vladi has turned into the punching bag. Like, all Jays fans are like, um, what do they say? Uh, oh, Vladi again, like. Vlad, ground ball Vladdy, the ground ball merch and all this type of shit, dude. Vladdy is a special fucking hitter. He is 23, 24. I don't remember how old he is. And he's hitting 270 with like 28 nukes. And people are saying he's having a down year. If that's a fucking down year, what? Give me a good, give me a decent year. What the fuck's a decent year? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, no. We're going to be just fine. Vladdy's going to have an awesome playoffs and the bullshit about. Wait, this is even worse. So Vladdy, who's having a quote-unquote down year, is hitting 276 with 30 home runs and 92 RBIs. A down year. Anyone would be happy with that production from the middle of their lineup. Yeah, so everyone shut the fuck up about the Vladdy bullshit. It just just pisses me off. LK is here to fucking rake. But (laughs) it's just crazy. But anyways, man, I mean, we're getting close. I mean, the next... so. We have one more podcast, or I guess two more, because we'll do a playoff preview um, next 
Thursday or when's the last game? Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah. Next Wednesday, we'll do a playoff preview drop on Thursday. But we have one more episode with regular season games following after it. This is fucking crazy. This Thank is God. fucking crazy. What a dude. year this has been. Up and down year, man. Up and down fucking year. But uh, it's crazy. And uh, what a ride it's been. We're not done yet. We're, we have a lot of things planned. We're going to vlog the playoff games we're going to. So Chris Roach will be uh, appearing in the vlogs. <laughs> It's going to be all time. We're going to be pretty drunk at these games, so it's going to be awesome mingling with the people, and uh, it's going to be awesome. So a lot of content, and then obviously the Gate 14 Awards, which we're planning for. I don't know when, but we'll do that. We'll definitely be doing those. That'll be the last big one of this year. Yeah, that'll be the last big one of the year, and then we'll just cut down to like one episode a week or something like that just to keep in touch. But um, anyways, guys, all the listeners, love you guys, man. If you got playoff tickets, enjoy the ride. Let's root for home field here. Who cares about who they're playing the LDS? I want a home playoff game now. You know I'm sold on it last time. Last episode I talked about being sold on it. It's time to fucking get it. All right? Let's have ourselves a fucking weekend. Let's have ourselves the rest of the season. And uh, let's sweep the Red Sox and let's clinch home field here. Let's put us our, us in a good fucking spot. And let's, let's ride. All right? And the Jays, if they lose a game this weekend, it's not life or death. Because they are pretty decent ahead of the Rays where it's like they could get away with losing a game or two, especially with the Rays facing the Astros next weekend so, or this weekend. So everyone keep calm and let's fucking rule positive vibes. All the thick Jesus shirts will be a ride before the season is over. So it's just, it's even better. Love you guys. And uh, Avery, last words? Nope. See you guys on Monday. All right.